Regal Movie Masters. Unlimited. This is the Regal Movie Masters Unlimited Podcast, where we can watch every goddamn movie that comes out at the local theater. And this time around, we got four movies, so, you know, we really are watching every movie. Uh, your movie masters today are Justine. Hi. Brent. Hi. Dylan. What's up? And I am Colin. Films on the chopping block today. Chopping block. I don't know. What's we, a, we must docket? chop these films. Docket. What is a docket? On the script. That's from like the court. Okay. Don't ask. <laughs> Operation Fortune. Ruse de Guerre. Mm-hmm. One of the worst titles of a movie. Yeah. Um, Scream Six. Well, you know what? One of the best titles of a movie. <laughs> Sixty-five. Somewhere Bad. in the middle. Uh-huh. Bad. Yeah, it doesn't convey anything. No, did you see Colin and I in the movie theater when they revealed what 65 meant? Oh, you should have seen what I did when they revealed what that meant. (laughs) Spoilers. I can't wait to talk about this. Yes. And uh, Champions. So, oh, hey, listen. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, movies you think we should watch at home, hit up moviemasters760 at gmail.com. But without further ado... Now that all our plugs are out the way for our illustrious email address, I like to humble brag about so much. That's again, moviemasters760 <laughs> at gmail.com. Let's get into Operation Fortune Ruse the Gare. This is a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> this stars Jason Statham. Oi, oi, oi. Aubrey fucking Plaza. Hello. Josh Thick Dick Hartnett. What's up, oh, what's motherfucker? Up? Yeah. And the brains of the operation. Gary? Hugh Grant. Oh. Hey. I uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you thought Gary Elwes? Gary Elwes. Who that? Gary Elwes. I thought he was in this. He's from Saw. Oh, yeah. He's the, uh, the guy that tells him what to do. Robin John, Hood. He's, oh, he's the boss of the... Yeah. Okay. Okay, yes. Okay, good. Yes. Uh, don't worry, everyone. <laughs> Every, everyone. Sally? She's, he's in it. That guy. There's been a lot of concern about this film and controversy regarding if any cast member of Robin Hood Men in Tights was involved. We have confirmation the answer is yes. Good. A member of Robin Hood Men in Tights. More importantly, Saw 1 and Saw 7. <laughs> so, oh. uh, so this is a, it's a, it's a Guy Ritchie movie we've established who makes the most Guy Ritchie movies of all Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Um, you know, he did that Aladdin movie. I was looking up all the movies he did. Yeah, uh, I know. Live action one? Yes. I believe it. Yeah. That's so anywho, cool. this is a like a kind of an espionage movie. Some people steal like a weapon and they're like, we got a weapon. And then Britain is like, we got to stop these guys from taking this weapon and we got to get it back. But we have so many branches of the government that we don't really know who's doing what. So one guy over here, the um, guy from Robin Hood Men in Tights, you got to get a team together. And this is where the title comes from. He goes, well, why don't you do it officially? He goes, no, we need ruse de guerre, which is to say, like, you know, subterfuge, trickery, chicanery. And who do you go to for that? Well, you head it up with um, Orson Fortune, a.k.a. Jason Statham. And he's like the... Is that like a, like a code name? No, I think it's just his regular name, <laughs> which is like, it's so silly. His name's Orson Fortune. The movie is called Operation Fortune, but he's like the rogue. He's like a bat. He's like, oh, no, not him. He breaks too many rules. And the other guy's like, yes, but he's the best in it. 
and then they get him, <laughs> and then he's the best. And he needs a team, uh, and one of his old team who he wanted to get is the leader of a, a rival team who's also trying to get the weapon, and they fuck with each other. Wait, who hired the other team? No one knows. It's a go. It's a, it's a shell game. The government is so complicated in Britain. <laughs> so, Colin, you do a lot of operations. Have you yeah. ever named one after yourself? Well, see, that's the thing. This isn't named. The, this is why I take umbrage with the title. Because okay. it's not like they're like Operation Fortune. Like, who was who was Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon? What was his name? Murtaugh? No, Riggs. Murtaugh. Yeah, the, uh, the, one that, of them. that movie's yeah. name is not Operation Riggs. Right. And at no point in the movie are they like, you're a lethal weapon, Riggs, or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like, it's just... Anyways, what I'm saying is <laughs> that no point is anything referred to in the film is Operation Fortune. It's just that Jason Statham's last name is Fortune. And they use the phrase ruse du guerre. Like once? Passingly. And there's no French people. No, because that's what they say. They're like, why do we need why do we need all these different <laughs> spies then, mate? Well, it's ruse de guerre, brother. Truly, that's what they said. Yes, and then that's the last you hear of that <laughs> phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I is, thought like it was the end of the movie. Technically, if we're going Correct. by words involved, ruse de guerre is three to the Operation Fortunes one. And by the way, no one heard the name Operation Fortune and was like, could I have a subtitle? Like, could I have an extra? Could I have a tack on? It's not a sequel. There's no Operation Fortune oh, yeah. TV show or anything. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, I like what, was what franchise sequel? comes out of the gate with, with the subtitle? <laughs> A good one. <laughs> yeah, and all right. for all of my shitting on this movie, it was... Uh, I, I, Dylan, why don't you talk about the glory of Guy Ritchie films? Oh, why me? You should. Because you, we you, you had nice things to say about it when well, we got listen, done watching they're, it. They're really great. I really love how I really... They just feel like I'm in 2003. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's like nostalgic. It's weird because all the technology is now, but I'm sure you can just give them like, you know, fucking... Dell laptops from like oh like 1999 <laughs> and it'd be like the same shit yeah yeah I loved it I like those kind of mo- I saw he has a new movie coming out I'm excited oh, yeah. yes I just love this atmosphere it just reeks of like early 2000s yeah I think I compared it in the theater to like him watching Robert Rodriguez movies like in the in the 90s uh-huh. and being like I want to make a film like that one day it's like action but it's like different in it. And then he's just been doing the same fucking movie since goddamn Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like like his movies are sort of a pastiche of that like 90s genre um, film style. You know, there was an era where they were kind of turning a lot of tropes on their ear and being kind of inventive and stuff. And I think his movies were based on that school of film and then they've just been on repeat this whole time and yeah they definitely feel very this feels very red box dvd rental and not in a bad way i kind of respect it yeah it's like fuck it you got a formula stick to it there's literally give a, the people what they want they literally like forced in what i feel like forced in a car chase scene and like forced <laughs> in like a gun shot out of the <laughs> car you know so much like just boxes checked yeah you know? it was great <laughs> that's like the best part when she was waving the gun all around shooting outside of the car this is a visual gag unfortunately but it was like like we were watching it happening and i was just mimicking the like attempt at shooting yeah what, like should look badass but it's like oh no that was not effective. flailing yeah just like <laughs> pew 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 
visual gag again. Not going to work on the for for listeners. I have a crazy confession. I've never seen a Guy Ritchie movie. You haven't watched Snatch? No, I've never seen. I don't even know. What else yeah. did he do? Does he Rock do like? Rola? Um, Lock, sock, and two smoking barrels. Does he do like ensemble cast things? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that King Arthur with Charlie Hunnam, Aladdin. (laughs) You never saw Aladdin? No. He's consistently. I was on the Wikipedia earlier, and uh, yeah, he he's like been making movies every two years. He's just like, boom, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. (laughs) Shout out to Guy Ritchie. Working. Married Madonna for a while. Yeah, he did a music video for it. Looks like legend. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he did a celebration, the video collection. Okay, I don't. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't. I don't really like his movies. Well, yeah. So far, <laughs> I haven't heard anything making him legendary. Yeah. No. No. I don't. I mean, I don't. But oh. did Sherlock Holmes, one and two, uh, Sherlock Holmes colon a game of shadows, the man from oh. Uncle. That was like the, the reboot. reboot of the like seventy show, sixty show. Yeah, these are. Dumb movies, but by way of being British, they're kind of smarter than our dumb movies. <laughs> but they're still dumb, even yeah. with that boost of smart. Well, one more: King Arthur colon Legend of the Sword. Okay, so the guy likes colon cinema. He likes subtitles. Yeah, he's got a type. Yeah, I can't think of another. I've, I'm torn. I'm torn, mate. I'm torn between these two titles. We were watching Rock and Roller, and that movie was just fucking stupid yeah but you like, can you, but it was all like trying to be smart like british smart so i'm like what the fuck what was that really insane movie we saw uh, uh shoot him up shoot him up but that's that guy richie no 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 that is just a psychotic film and that got us <laughs> juiced that got us juiced for um like rock. 2000s action movies and yeah. so it's like oh guy richie put on rockarola and like i think Possibly our brain cells were shot from shoot 'em up. But shoot 'em up just went through our brains. Just yeah, it literally blew, shot up our brain. Yeah, blew <laughs> holes through it. So, <laughs> like watching rock and roll, it was just like, okay, it's very like introduce a person, their name comes up on screen. Jax, he's the safe cracker. Shit like that, you know. I need to rewind and make sure I heard this right. You said it was trying to be smart, but like British smart. Yeah. Okay. It's not American smart. Okay, cool. That we're used to. Yeah. (laughs) British smart where it's like Say no more. They'll name they'll name drop stuff. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) Yeah, references and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's like that dialogue heavy, like American nineties style. Right, right. Is Josh Hartnett cool in it? Uh kinda. I mean he plays a dumb actor guy. Uh, So it's like perfect. (laughs) <laughs> Hugh Grant kind of kills it. I didn't even notice it was Hugh Grant till like the movie was over. Oh, is he all like made up? Yeah, he's, he plays <laughs> he's like. Not. A, well, he's just a little older. I don't know Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> what was I don't know what was the last Hugh Grant movie I saw? I saw I didn't. He seen, was in that gla- Glass Onion movie, right? No, I haven't seen Hugh Grant since Bill Clinton was in office. Well, anyway, but yeah, he was. Good. He's playing. Yeah, he's playing like a like a mega gagillionaire asshole kind of guy and they need to use josh hartnett to like get into his world so they can get the weapon because he's like brokering a deal with the weapon and he's like a gigajillionaire so he's just playing a dickhead gigajillionaire and josh hartnett is the honeypot to get Um. into his world and um uh, aubrey plaza is josh hartnett's girlfriend and once josh hartnett the trojan horse uses his fame because um Hugh Grant is like, um, what do they call it? Like a star fucker. You know, like he wants to hang around rich people or famous people rather because okay. he's rich, but he doesn't okay. have the fame. So he wants to be around celebrity. But Aubrey Plaza is the hacker and tech expert. Oh, of course she is. So, <laughs> fucking course she is. So once Josh Hartnett, the Trojan horse, sneaks her into the compound, then she can do her hacking. 
I swear the last time I saw Je- Josh Hartnett, it was an entire movie about him trying not to come. All right. He was in Penny Dreadful. Was that OnlyFans? No, it, it was like, it wasn't 50 First Dates, but it was like that era. You right. know what I mean? So it was like decades ago, and it was something where like, for some reason, he needed to not ejaculate. You know, that was the entire movie. Like I like how you put a scientific spin on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc- I, I didn't like, Good I full didn't, Dr. Drew. I didn't like how it, how it sounded when I said it, because I don't ever really say that word, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I'm going to change that one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You overcorrected, but it's fine. We're, we're past it. Uh, do we have much else to add to this movie? Uh, realistically, not really. I mean, like, everything we said is just... If you like stupid action yeah. films, literally what happens. It's like a heist movie? Um, there's it, hacking. It, it plays like a heist movie because there's double crosses and this guy and who wasn't working. And they are stealing a weapon? Yes, and you don't know what the weapon is till the end. And like, So there's four normie people <laughs> getting together no, to steal they're, a weapon? No, they, they still do, they do stuff, but they're being hired to do this one mission. Oh, so yeah. they're not like grabbing the... No, they're not grabbing people off the street. They're like workers, and they're like well-known. Like Jason Statham is what like a all-around jack of jack of arms. Yeah, and they're like, hey, we need fights. you to get through all this shit. Yeah, in their world, Jason Statham is not like a recognizable guy because mm. he's just a bald Britishman. <laughs> right. They're like, hey, you can get places, right? <laughs> so that nobody, like, yeah, you can go there. Yeah. <laughs> so that just, nobody at home gets blue balls. Uh, forty days and forty nights. The same movie. The plot is after a brutal breakup, a young man vows to stay celibate. During the 40 days of Lent, but finds the girl of his dreams and is unable to do anything Ooh. about it. Anything? That's a good movie. Yeah, 40 just days. Date or something. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's the love of his life. Yeah. 40 and it's days, on, that ain't It's happening. on me that this was the last movie I saw of his because he's done 53 movies. Damn. So. Shout out watch, to. Isn't he in uh, 30 Days of Night, weirdly? He probably is. Uh, is that a Guy Ritchie movie? Because I haven't seen it. No, that's, uh, that's one of that guy's movies. Isn't that the Dracula movie? Yeah. 30 Days of Night? There's a bunch of Draculas and. Yeah. In Alaska, Atlanta, though. Or Alaska, Atlanta would yeah. be a way different movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're burning up and dying all fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, wow, remember when there was like that vampire outbreak? <laughs> <laughs> but they just died real yeah. quick. It was yeah. like that hot was and sunny. <laughs> Solve that problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, uh, I don't know. It, I think if I had to compare it to something we've seen recently, it would be that bullet train movie, mm. which was kind of like uh, exactly the same tone, I guess. Okay. I would say bullet train is like, uh, this movie with a big old dousing of like monster energy drink on it. This movie isn't as monster energy drink. It feels if next to something like that, a little tame, but you know, there's still like, footage of Jason Statham shooting people up in like uh first person shooter mode call of duty <laughs> style like GoPro at the end of the gun it goes oh, up it goes down man. like that kind of stuff you know so there's still some monster energy drink in it big time and actually if it wasn't for bullet train just being so insanely over the top ADHD this movie would be pretty wild really mm. one doesn't necessarily have to take away from the other but um in that regard this is it's that kind of movie you know British, dumb British guys. It's more of the eight ounce sugar free Red Bull. <laughs> mm, mm. Good call. Yeah. Good call. To the Monster Energy yeah. Bullet Train Green Label. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can watch these movies. I don't need to watch them. No one needs to watch them, but I find it fine. And I kind of think, I think his movies are comforting in the sense that he's just so consistent with them. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, if we're, if you're asking me, uh, 
Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre? Do I take the job and work for the British government or do I decline the job and remain on vacation? I'm going to, I'll take the job. I'll shoot some people up. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, I'll take the job, especially if it's going to be uh, the doctor from uh, Saw 1. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Tell me what to do. All right. I don't care. Shoot up some people. So next up, this is a divisive one. I don't know that. I just kind of said it. The Scream <laughs> 6. If you didn't know, this is the sixth Scream movie. It's directed by uh, the duo who directed the last Scream movie, Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillett. Dylan. Yes. What 90s ska band was Matt Bettinelli-Olpin of the Matt Bettinelli-Olpin Tyler Gillett uh, team? Oh, I don't know. He was in Link 80. How insane is that? Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting, like, you know, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones or something. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? No. I felt like, okay, so no, I got a pretty smooth brain. I felt a wrinkle yeah. like form when you said yeah, that. Yeah, I hey, listen, this is what happens when you go wiki instead of IMDb because yeah. you're trying to avoid That's Oscar wild. spoilers. Watch, Whoa. it's like not the right one. It's no, like the it's, same name, but the different guy. And know. the link takes you to the ska guy. Uh, hey, it's on. It's, it's just it's, the 80th link. <laughs> it, yeah, it's funny. It's on their thing. It's like filmography, music discography, split with uh, like loose change or whatever. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. what the split Ow. is, but... <laughs> I just love that that's attached to it. Anyways, and uh, uh, yeah, these guys did the last Scream movie. They did some VHS 94, uh, Devil's Do. Um, this movie about college-aged girls was written by two 48-year-old men, uh, James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. I don't know that Guy Busick's uh, 40. Might as well be. James, Spiritually, he is. James Vanderbilt is 47. The other guy that doesn't say his name, but his age, but... It doesn't seem much younger than that. Uh, James Vanderbilt wrote uh, Amazing Spider-Man, mm. the worst of the Spider-Man movies, and he uh, wrote Zodiac as well. Remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. So he's so you know he's he's done he's he's done a lot of writing. Weird. Anyways, uh, got M- Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Hayden Pantera, and uh, Courtney Cox, <laughs> and they're all Pantera. they're all hanging out together. They're doing scream stuff together. <laughs> it's a, a lot of callbacks to older scream movies. Callbacks to all of the Scream movies. Yeah, because they do the movie within the movie. Yeah, how do I, I don't know how to sell It's like there's there's a guy in a ghost face and he's trying to kill people who are connected to ghost face and he likes the movie Stab, which was the movie based on the Scream. With the, I fucking hate these movies. I don't like these movies. Mm-hmm. I'm rescinding myself from this conversation because I don't like these movies. Okay. I have never seen a Scream movie before. I had never seen a Scream movie, be- scream movie before this one. So the synapses. There's two sisters who are newly in New York City, and one of them is starting college, but they have some baggage, which is why they move cities. They are connected to a serial killer, and people harass them for it, essentially. And then some killings start again, and at first, one of the sisters is a suspect, but now they are victim, or they're being chased by this killer. So they and their friends group are running away from this killer, and trying to figure out who it is. There we that's, go. That's, that's the, the gist. There we <laughs> okay. go. That's, that's fair. I, and, and in all fairness, I haven't seen a Scream movie, much like Josh Hartnett films, yeah. since <laughs> Bill Clinton was in office. So yeah. like, I can't really talk on the lore of these films or anything. So it's like a brand new person to the Scream. Oh, was it? Oeuvre? Oeuvre? Uh-huh. Oeuvre? Yeah. Uh, what was your takeaway from it? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> I did. I thought it was fine. It was yeah. like, it's exactly what you'd think it is, it, given, you know, that rundown of what it's about. Like, mm-hmm. there's college kids. They're all running away. 
they're all getting picked off one by one yep. and then there's a there's a big reveal but it <laughs> i was like looking at my watch and i was like wow there's like an hour left yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh you know they're gonna have to uh tell you all about who it is and and why like scooby-doo or you know they're unmasked and then it's like this is how you know it's me and they kind of go backwards uh telling you the, the the story of why it is who it is but you don't really guess during the movie I don't know. It's a little bit of a whodunit and yeah. a little bit of a slasher. And so it's fine. It's very uh, current, you know. It just seems like a teenager movie. <laughs> it's it's for kids, you know. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's R, but it's it's for kids. And so it's fine. This was R? It had yeah. to be, right? I mean, yeah. it was, there was blood. Gore, I guess gore, there was gore. a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like uh, dismemberments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, having a goldfish brain they get me every time because like i i watch the movies i go I fucking hate. aside from the first one i go i hate this and i forget that i hate it and then you guys have been witness to this they roll a little marketing out and i go i can't wait to scream the reboot last year or two years ago whatever yeah it was. did you like the last scream movie hell no this is what i'm saying i know <laughs> because you i'm so excited for that i'm like why for here's, what here's purpose? a wild thing too is like there's this like narrative in society and I mean, there's actually like people that love every Scream movie. Right, I don't right. get it, but they do. But there's some people that are like, no, man, Scream 4 is like, it's also a classic in, in addition to the first one. I will give the first one classic yeah, status. Absolutely. It, it just changed the paradigm. It like broke into new territory. Mm-hmm. For that, it gets all the laurels and respect. Scream 4, for some reason, people like to ascribe the same attributes. And I went and rewatched it. I was like, no, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't, I don't get that. But yeah, this one... Uh, I will say in a positive way that the first 20 minutes, I got really excited because it felt like they were going somewhere fresh. They were finally out of Woodsboro, which was my uh, concern and, and the thing that I've always wanted them to do is I felt like they've just beaten that to death. It, it felt like it was going a new direction, both visually and then just like, you know, it, it kept you guessing. But then like as soon as it hit that 20 minute mark and we still had another 100 minutes to go, it, I felt like it just fell off and turned into every shitty screen movie I've ever seen. The reason I say the first 20 minutes got me excited was they kind of like, again, this is self-referential. Like in the first one, they take Drew Barrymore, well-known, established actress. You're like, oh, she's going to be around. No, they kill her right away. This one, they take Sam Weaving, who's done a ton of like really awesome action-packed roles where she kicks a lot of ass. They make her so she can't even fight, and they kill her. So I was like, okay, I see what they're doing. They're kind of referencing first movie, but in a cool new way. They're working the movie within movie expectation for me with the Sam Weaving visual. I, I liked what was happening, but then, yeah, it just turned into, hey, remember how I'm the cousin of the sister of the dog <laughs> that once peed on the house that Billy Loomis lived in? It's just like, it's, it gets so convoluted to me at the end, especially because this one, in the, like, when they kind of, I guess the third act, they kind of start doing, like, Dr. Evil and Scooby-Doo, you know, just just rhetoric, you know, where it's just like, let me tell you why I'm going to kill you. Here's yeah. why I'm going to kill yeah. you, instead of just killing them. It's just, it was, I don't know. I, I'm with you, Colin. Like, I got mad at it. <laughs> you know, like, not early on, but, you know, like, like I said, once we get past the 20-minute mark, everything was, was, like, off the table for me. I was like, nah, I can't do this. I mean, I should say that my gripe with these movies is really that I don't think you could do any Scream sequel to my satisfaction. I think right. Scream is not really even a good movie so much as it is a good idea. Yeah. An idea you just present and then you walk away because you did your idea. When you have to sell a lot of official ghost mask licensed merchandise and all that kind of stuff, which is a problem with a lot of horror movies that I just hate in general, where it's like, 
we got a new Chucky thing. We got a new Hellraiser thing. We got a new fill in the blank thing. And it's, it's just, I don't have that kind of connection to the movies. You know, when I like horror movies, it tends to be like, that was a good idea. Or like, that was a fresh something. That movie is good. I don't care about what's going to happen to fill in the blank guy with the mask down the line. I care what the movie maker might do, you know, the filmmaker, the actors, all those kind of things. But I just don't have that character driven connection to these kind of movies. And if I did, you know, say what you will about the Hellraiser franchise and well, say the truth, which is that it's, you know, a a clown car of terrible films, you know, but uh, Hellraiser is, there's a world building aspect to it. There's Pinhead, an engaging character as like an idea or whatever but like the whole thing with scream is it's not that the original movie you know it's not like i'm the ghost man and you burned my family and now i'm back to get you it's not that at all if any movie never necessitated a sequel it would be this the other aspect of these movies in general that i have a problem with is like you know it's cool to say you like scream now but when it came out like because of the immediate aftermath of that film which was the, I know what you did last summers and like films of that ilk that were very, you know, Dawson's Creek, CW-ish, you know, Scream was to blame for all that. So it was like kind of not a cool thing to be mm-hmm. into. And those movies have charm. Like I like looking back at them now. Um, it's funny, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's 90s, it's frosted tips, it's yeah. puka necklaces it's all the cliches you know there's something fun and kitschy about it in the same way that there's something fun and kitschy about like you know any movie from the 80s but you know it didn't give us much good things what it did do is it kind of brought the idea of slasher movies are for teenagers to that dawson's creek generation and like this movie feels very much like bringing the slasher into like the post euphoria generation Mm -hmm. you know and so in theory that's cool you know it's cool for that generation because i do think teenagers should have horror movies for them yeah and this movie feels like it's trying to be a current teenager movie and it also is interesting to think about the difference between a movie like this which is trying to be to me at least from how it was presented seems to be a movie for like modern teens versus say she came from the woods that we saw recently Mm -hmm. which is a movie about teens in the 80s which obviously feels like it's geared towards like um you know core horror fans you know Mm -hmm. and it's like oh even though we're both telling youth oriented stories they're told in such different ways because i think this is genuinely like something that would be marketed to a current generation so i i don't have like qualms with it i imagine if you are a scream franchise fan you are probably juiced on this movie i'm just not that person i've never i haven't cared for any of the sequels i just don't think it's that kind of thing so i don't know i kind of feel like on the outside with this but I, I think it was like i was just watching something that was for a different audience you know what i mean and is that audience dylan dylan are you that audience <laughs> uh <clears throat> so as a guy that's watched every screen movie but one through three i haven't seen in like what feels like two decades at this point oh it has been yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Scream 4M, because in the poster it says S. It's like the A is a 4, so it just looks like Scream 4M. Yes. Uh, and Scream 5, which is just Scream. Right. I honestly did not care about any of the Screams, and I thought Scream 5 was like funny. 
Right. But yeah. it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then Scream 6 was like, oh, it's like funny. And they're just kind of leaning on the funniness. It still kind of sucked. But like, I don't know. I had a good time. Like all those movies are just like, just watch people get murked. And that's all it is to me, realistically. Right. And uh, this one, I didn't get jump scared at all, which is like weird because I'm normally a fucking jumpy guy. There's only one jump scare I had. And this is like a made up thing in my mind. There's a scene when he's, uh, spoilers, he's attacking, what's her name, from the first movie? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Gail Weathers. He's attacking, what's her name? Courtney Cox at her house. And, like, she's still on the phone. What really happened was he had the manpower to throw her boyfriend through, like, a wall. Yeah. My head, because it was so fucking loud, I thought there was a fucking rocket launcher that he just <laughs> shot at her. And I was like, yo, they got fucking rock. Scream is, like... Uh, armed with weapons. Well, he was rolling sick. around with a shotgun like straight up in yeah. that convenience store scene. But he grabbed it. Okay. But I think he left it too. Right. He didn't need it. But in my head, I was like, damn, he fucking had a rocket launcher to kill Courtney Cox. That's awesome. I wish they, I wish they kind of went with that. Yeah, fucking, me too. Because <laughs> they killed Dewey in five and I was like, that's pretty funny. And then in this one, I was like, oh, they finally killed this lady. That's pretty funny too. But I really wish it was a rocket launcher shot at her because it'd be fucking hilarious. Other than that, uh, those movies to me, I, it never appeals to me. But I do like a good, just like stupid slasher every now and then. Okay. And even like, I'm trying to remember the last one. Was it Megan? I think it was that she came from the woods. It was like a slasher slasher. Slasher? Yeah. But of like a modern ilk. Well, I mean, there was like Terrifier 2 and there yeah, was... That's true. The yeah. mean one, of course. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, oh, Classic. well, there's a Santa. What was that Santa movie? Mean Santa. Violent Night. Violent Night. <laughs> yeah. But that was a little bit actiony. Yeah. yeah. But that was still like modern feeling. Did you guys ever watch Christmas Bloody Christmas or whatever it was called? There was the other one that came out like I, the same time. As I had a lot of I had a lot of Christmas horror fatigue yeah. that year. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. That year. <laughs> it's a couple and, months ago. Anyways, but like I like this like stupidness. I like the violent scenes. Like the first part was cool. I agree with you on that. The first 20 first minutes, minutes is great. Yeah, yeah. I do like the stupid ghost Billy that I think they introduced <laughs> in five. Right. And it's like, the fuck do we need this for? It's just. Wait, the, what do you mean, Ghost Billy? What's she would see her dad's reflection. In oh the, god, that was in wild. five. It, in that five, it happened wild. a lot. It happened <laughs> yeah. a lot more than five than it did in six. I really wish they brought it back even harder. Like he was like yeah, in the room. Yeah, lean into it. Fuck yeah, it, I that, wish. What was that ghost movie that's on Netflix right now? Ghost. 13 Ghosts. I think it's called We Have a Ghost. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, what do they just have the ghost Anthony guy? Anthony Mackie. Yeah, he just follows them around in ghost form. I'm with oh, you. That would be... Oh, and the Violent Night guy. What's his name? David... David Harbour. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's in that Netflix ghost yes, movie. But yeah, we should have had a Netflix ghost. Anyways, as you were, Dylan. Anyway, I really wish they leaned on that fucking heavily. Like, I wish, like, she she was, like, talking to herself and her sisters in the room, like, what the fuck are you doing? And I really so wish that was happening. Or you take like a like the ghost ball from um, Thor three or Thor four. Oh, <laughs> like just yeah. talking like a hologram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of did, but only she saw him. Right. But I do like how they connect four and five for no reason. Like uh, Hayden Pantera just shows up, <laughs> and like they were like, "Who let this kid in?" Or "Who let this kid become a cop?" And I was like, "Kid, she's like forty. Yeah, like she had <laughs> aged significantly since." <laughs> Yeah, it was just funny. I really wish it would just lean more into the paranormal Certainly. for no reason yeah, yeah, yeah. and scream. Yeah, 
any different direction, I would have taken. Something fresh. You yeah. Know, I mean, I like cool. the New York. I really fucking hate. I like the scene for what it was because I hate this shit. I have so much anxiety in like public transportation, especially if I have to go to another city. Right. That fucking subway scene fucked me up, like just watching it. I didn't get jump scared because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But I was like, just anxiety written because I was like, fuck. Like, if I was in New York and everyone's wearing costumes. And you saw a guy And lights were going on and off. Covering a lady's mouth and stabbing her repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be the guy that'd see it and be like, uh, that's happening. <laughs> and then, like, in New, York, in New York would just be like, Fuck yeah, ever. I guess in all fairness, I wouldn't really speak up either. I'd be like, I don't know, motherfucker's got a knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, everyone wants to think they'd be a hero in these situations. I know. But <laughs> Can we talk about how it was just like arbitrarily Halloween, maybe? You know what I mean? Like in, uh, yeah, in the movie, like it was, it was never addressed. Whatever the late, how long do you think this film, like what is the span of time they yeah. cover? Three days. Three days? It yeah. felt like three days, yeah. So this was like just a three-day Halloween weekend. I'm, so yeah, yeah, I, I Halloween think Halloween... Yeah, the ghetto, so, so the ghetto boys were trick or treat. Yeah, we have confirmation. No, I think yeah. like Halloween must have been on Monday. <laughs> okay, and like so. the, that's why they were partying on Saturday, and then okay. Sunday were like uh, the rest period. Then Monday was another Halloween. Yeah, day. you're still seeing masks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Halloween is yeah. Monday. <laughs> there was a lot of that. He, listen, New York City has the Halloween spirit. That's what I'm getting from this film. Cause yes, they, they really go in. Yeah, and a lot of just, costumes. Yeah, it was on scary the shit. Not gonna lie. Uh, previous listeners will recall that like there was a time where I read a text from my dad about corn and why a quiet place isn't plausible. And because I am my father's son, when they were like, "Yeah, you know, we're up on the Upper West Side here, you know, to save Gail Weathers," and then they get on the subway, I'm like, "The subway would never be that crowded on the <laughs> Upper West Side because everybody's really wealthy and they would just get in an Uber or a, a private car." But so. it's Halloween. No, not on the Upper West Side. Like, yes, like, it is. It's Halloween. You know what I'm saying? It's like on the Upper West Side, you wouldn't have that level of, of volume. They would yeah, get, but that's they would what get, I'm saying. They would they're get all, a party bus. They're all kids. going to the Upper West Side. No, they were leaving the Upper West Side to go back. Yeah, but town. everyone else in the train is going. They're going they, to that weirdo theater that's all abandoned and <laughs> stabbed. Yeah. Which is like Soho, which is like tip of Manhattan. Yeah. So it, oh, overall, we get a call. We see it's Ghostface. Are we picking up the phone? And maybe answering some queries regarding uh, scary movies, or are we declining? I'm torn on this. I'm really torn on movies like this because it's like I imagine people who like these movies will like them, and I know I'm just not that person. All the lore they pack in, I'm sure someone is juiced on. Personally, I just didn't. I didn't like the movie, and I just don't really like any of the Scream sequels. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like all the other movies I don't really like. So I'm going to say that means it's a well-done Scream movie. So if you like Scream, try this. If you're like me and you don't really care for this franchise, then um, I don't think this one's going to make a believer out of you. So I don't know if that means pick up. I think I'll let it go to voicemail, so which is still not picking up. But it's not just hanging up on it either. So mm. there we go. Uh, I don't have other Screams to compare it to. I think if you also don't have other screams to compare it to, it's fine. You know Scream exists, so you get it, you know. I also think if people are super Scream fans, they may or may not like it. It really uh, seemed to me like whatever the last Star Wars movie was, where it's just like, right. here's these yeah, people, and here's this person. It's like, okay. So there's a lot of like, here's props from all the previous movies, which to <laughs> me mean nothing, but I get it, you right. know. So I guess if you want to see props from the other movies, then it would be cool. 
But um, I'll pick. No, I won't pick up because oh, that's something that I really liked in uh, Jen Ortega's voicemail. She's like, "Hi, it's whatever. Why aren't you texting?" <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> Text me, ghost faced, and then so, we'll talk. So, so, uh, I, I, final question: Is this make you want to watch more scream movies? No. So then I think that means you don't like the movie. No, that just means I don't think you need to make more of the movie. <laughs> like probably the way that you feel about the first scream which is like okay i get it yeah you don't need any more that's how i feel about this and i also don't know how they would make any more after this one they already used everyone well how up. do you think good trust me yeah. after you watch the first movie you <laughs> well, say the last how do they two make decades of my life yeah. <laughs> did the first scream movie happen just in a house um no. largely he has a house party is like the it's uh, well yeah it takes place in more than just one venue but a big bulk of it is yeah, at the a conclusion. house party at the end. Yeah, because yeah. it's like they're they're in high school, so they're like, yeah. man, do you hear about those killings? That's crazy. Video Got, stores, yeah. stuff like that. Oh. I need to watch that movie again for the video store footage. I love video stores footage from that era. Yeah, the, the format of a lot of the screen movies is just like, there's always a party in spite of murders having happened. They're like, oh, should we do the party? <laughs> I'm still going to do the party. You know? Well, I'm going to go to the party even though the killer's cl- clearly targeting me. I feel safe around my friends, that kind of thing. Um I'm going to answer the phone. I'm going to listen for about 20 minutes. I'm going to hang up and hope they don't notice. I'm going to call Dylan. I'm going to be like, Dylan, how does this movie end? And then he's going to be like, okay, well, here's what I think should happen. <laughs> and he's going to tell me about like ghosts. And he's going to tell me about rocket launchers. And I'm going to just close my eyes and envision that movie and enjoy it considerably more. I'll answer it. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Be like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I watch these screen movies. What's your favorite movie that you like, dude? Uh, Saw. Oh hell yeah! You're gonna, you're gonna torture me, Ghostface? Uh, I don't. Oh, even. Ghostface, please fucking torture me, dude! Uh, oh, lock me uh, into no. a dirty bathroom. No, oh. you're, if you're into it, oh. I don't want to do it. Oh, no. that's every scream. This is I like every scream you. fan that I know. <laughs> oh, scream! Oh, Ghostface, stab me so fucking much! Oh, he'll uh, stab you a lot. Yeah, yeah. there well, was I'll a at the theater today when I went twice. The lady was working there. It was like had like. A scream shirt, like a really tight scream shirt, and then like fake uh, stab wounds. No, fake uh, s- tattoos. Yeah, fake like lick them and yeah, put yeah, them yeah. on your neck and shit. She was like littered in scream stuff, and I was Dude. like, "That's crazy. That's cool, man." I don't know. I don't know what the rise of scream is like right now because like I I notice more scream merch, right? Yeah. But like uh, ever since five, too, not even like four. Like no one gave a shit ten years ago for some reason. But five, they're like. Nah, Scream is cool. Ghostface. Let's get his hockey jerseys. and. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of like retro 90s stuff? Like, hey, remember this fun little pop culture thing? I, yeah, like I the... guess there was always like those Japanese poster right. uh, shirts that they would make. Yeah. But like now it's like higher up. Dude, yeah. yeah. I say like when we walked out, there was a uh, guy, I want to say like in like maybe 24 or so is what I would guess his age to be. But yeah, he had like a uh, Scream 2 t-shirt okay. hell yeah and he was just like strutting with like this really slow <laughs> swagger into scream six you... like i'm gonna love this movie no matter what you know it was wild. and he did because those movies are good yeah though again i get liking the first movie but there's like the franchise itself is tacked on and i don't believe anyone's sincere about it but that's just my own yeah. personal bias it's like we're all willing this being a franchise into existence well i mean like horror itself is like a double-edged sword because the fans are always encouraging and supportive but they're also always encouraging right. and supportive. So just like, it, like you can make anything, call it a horror, and people are like, "Yes, great! I'm gonna go to the theater and watch the horror movie." You know. Well, let's talk about a one-off, one-of-a-kind movie, uh, also a genre film, 
I was trying to figure it out. I think this is the first sci-fi movie we've seen all year. Oh, wow. 65. There's other sci-fi slash other movies. Right. Like, what did you say, Megan? I, Megan, I think you could argue for Megan to be a sci-fi movie, even though it is very obviously like a horror film and presentation and pacing. Mm. And then I said Infinity Pool is kind of sci-fi. but Yeah. This felt pure. I mean, I guess even I would argue, like, you know, think like Star Trek original uh, uh, series fans would probably look at this as and guffaw if you called this yeah, sci-fi. this is an action movie. Ray Bradbury stands would guffaw at the notion of this as pure sci-fi. It'd probably like sci-fi action, but still. It could be a historical biopic if you think about it, you know? This is, movie is short for 65 million years ago, a space traveler <laughs> landed on Earth. That's the full title. Oh, and I were so stoked. We both were like playing the screen going, yes. Because <laughs> you know, like for me, it was cool because like you're like, Oh, we knew there was dinosaurs, but when you said 65 million years ago, you go, oh, there's going to be an asteroid, too. This is going to be <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be an asteroid. Oh, you didn't? Okay. 65 million years That's ago. That's why but, I was yeah, so Yeah, I, I didn't assume an asteroid was showing up. No, I just thought they'd get the fuck oh. out the planet. I figured that was some, <laughs> some spice. So if the title, 65 million years ago, Space Traveler Landed on Earth, <laughs> didn't tell you what the movie's about. He's uh gets hit by some asteroids. He's carrying some precious cargo, the most precious cargo, uh, life. Uh, people in cryogenic things and it's that weird thing this movie has uh, where uh like there's there's the aliens are humans yeah i don't like that he's a human he's adam driver he's kylo ren but not kylo ren he's just a man he's taking people all over the from planets but they all look like people whatever i'll I'll take that just because i think it allowed for a quicker runtime right just just like hey we're gonna have you understand these people fully Go ahead. So he crashes on a strange planet, which turns out to be Earth. And um, he, he finds the air to be breathable, coincidentally. He, all of his cryogenically frozen people, they're all dead, except for this one little girl who he finds later on. Then he's like, okay, well, there's an escape pod up in this mountain. I could take this girl, and we could go on the escape pod, and we could send out a beacon, and we can get rescued. Cool. So um, it's a pretty straightforward story at, after that point for as highfalutin as it is. He's on this treacherous planet where everything wants to kill him. The twist being this planet is Earth, right? Mm -hmm. And they do a pretty good job, I think, of just showing how brutal the landscape is. You know, just animals, murking animals, tar, murking animals, bugs, murking people. Everyone's getting murked by everything. It is a brutal, cold, uncaring, luscious, beautiful-looking planet that we live on. And um, he's just trying to get from one place to another, which... Sounds simple until you take into account the environment. But then, you know, he's got laser blasters. So it's not like he's a caveman, like, going ungabunga with all these dinos. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, you know, fully teched out, right? Yeah. Which is kind of cool because we're used to seeing Jurassic Park movies where it's like, the dinosaurs are after you, but you're a regular person in our time. Yeah. It's like, nah, let's shoot you ahead in the future, give you future tech. Yeah. Twist, right? Yeah. So he's all decked out. It seems like he's doing good. So, so you know, you're thinking, oh, well, Part of me is like, shit, just make a make a little home for yourself on this <laughs> land. Merc some dinosaurs, eat them, figure it out. I mean, it is a very hospitable planet to this alien species that's also human, but not. Uh, but here's a twist. On top of the twist, possibly on top of another twist, is that 
the damn he lands here this guy is having a bad day because it's the yep. last day on earth that the the asteroids that knocked him out of orbit are also the asteroids that kill all the dinosaurs that totally worked for me i was so into it so now <laughs> the clock is ticking he's got 12 hours to get out of here before the he, he gets blown up and he's got to survive the dinosaurs they have his like ai device telling him that yeah because yep. he's got future Adds tech. attention I I'm I'm stressed out just talking about it. Justine, you're the sci-fi head here. I'm declaring you that right now. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Mm-hmm. How does it how does this work as a sci-fi movie? Uh it's less sci-fi than you might think right. because I mean, if you had known more about this his world, it would have been more sci-fi. I guess it's sci-fi in that his gun is a rechargeable battery gun. Sure. And that he has uh, holograms instead of just photos. But there's space travel in general. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like that's kind of a background sort of. It's like a survival action movie more like. And uh, I guess dinosaurs is kind of an animal horror thing. Environmental horror. horror. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like horror, but it's like a suspense. Right. Thriller. So not really sci-fi. I was kind of disappointed because I didn't want to know anything about it. I, yeah. I just heard it was a sci-fi movie and I was really excited. And then I heard there was dinosaurs and I was like, okay. And then I heard there was time travel, which was inaccurate. <laughs> so you're just going off of erroneous information. Yeah. And so, or yeah, some bad info. I wish it was time travel. <laughs> so it would be more sci-fi. It was just action, which is fine. It's a fine movie, but I wouldn't say that it's a sci-fi. Well, know. what did you like the movie? Yeah, I'm saying. yeah, it's it's fun. It's quick. It's a little boring. Uh, it's kind of a lot of oh no, and then this oh no, and then that. Yeah, and I think that they could have done with something else to make it a little less monotonous. I mean, if an asteroid about to hit the planet is, monotonous. I really like that aspect of it, <laughs> but I think that it was a little slow sometimes. Really? Yeah. I, did you have that same experience, Colin? I maybe repetitive. I could understand because sure. yeah, you do yeah, see yeah. like the. The same five dinosaurs. Same old dinos. (laughs) And it's like after you see him murk one with a laser blaster, it's like, well, okay, just keep that laser blaster up and you'll be all right, dog. Um, And then, yeah, I guess like and all that stuff is there just to kind of emphasize how brutal and harsh the environment is and how much obstacles they have to get around. And I see your point. Like maybe it is a little bit too much of the same Mm -hmm. sort of thing. I mean, but, first quicksand scene since Escape Room 2 tur- Tournament of Champions. Right. Not yeah. only quicksand, but tar. Yeah, tar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been my favorite part. Is, is a little baby dinosaur. A little baby dinosaur. Yeah. Baby dinosaur uh, Maybe cute, a baby. Very cute dinosaur getting stuck in tar. And uh, we all know about the La Brea tar pits because of the Strangler song about the La Brea <laughs> tar pit. And um, they go to get th- this little girl to see them getting sucked in you know it's a bad idea for her to go back but she has to get that cute little dinosaur from land of the lost out of the tar and then she does and then he gets eaten by other dinosaurs <laughs> immediately, immediately. Oh that's a, that's that's a, the quietly the winner for me yeah, uh, question for justine and then we'll go to the main event uh <laughs> i know like a lot of movies we watch you do tend to like some of like the main characters relationships with children how'd you feel about this one uh, I thought he was awkward with his own daughter, <laughs> so yeah. it made sense that he was awkward with this little girl, but he also was, you know, kind of like joking with her, and he was, she was kind of joking with him, so it was nice. I thought they were fine together. They probably were pretty accurate in terms of if you 
happened upon a random kid that you had to sort of take care of yeah or you happened upon some random adult that was taking care of you where you're not really super close uh but you're close enough you know it that rang true to me that they weren't immediately like best friends who rescued who am i right kind of (laughs) yeah yeah. for real and you know what other thing i thought was good and was good that it was repetitive is that kylo gets messed up (laughs) like all the time constantly falling (laughs) yeah falling breaking stuff shoulder out of side anything (laughs) all the time uh while we're at it actually one more question for you can you tell me a little bit more about your theory on kylo ren's ears adam driver tall man handsome man is an actor wide chest san diegan like kylo ren sexy very wide chest has to have the same haircut in everything (laughs) he does Uh because i don't know if you've seen him without his haircut like that but he has giant ears (laughs) and it's so unfortunate because he has to have the same haircut which is like that shaggy thing because it covers up his ears so get used to this haircut (laughs) it's forever you're gonna see if you see adam driver that's the haircut maybe helmets but yeah they're just covering it up though and he has to know he i'm sure they told him or you know he knows he's got he's he's got acting chops he doesn't need tiny your perfect tiny little ears i know i'm just saying it's sad because i don't know what (laughs) roles is he not getting if they're like oh he can't oh my god shaggy hair i got (laughs) i got we got a we got a skinhead movie coming up i like that adam Adam driver Driver. guy whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) easy one problem boss (laughs) we were gonna reboot american history x but our our lead choice so it turns out he's got giant ears so who do you got for gandhi uh (laughs) you know I, I looked it up. I was like, I saw House of Gucci, and I remember him having like short hair. It's like one of those like, here I'll show Brent first real quick. It's like that kind of haircut, but then the <gasps> hair covers the ear. It's still covered. Yeah, oh my it's God. like it still covers it. Like it's long enough, <laughs> oh, but it's not. He just my. slicks it back, but it still covers yeah, the ears. It's like yeah. a, is that like Howard Cosell hair? I don't know the big big yes. Like get like seventies game show host hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And I was like, I swear he had like short hair in that movie. Technically, yes. And then. He grows it out during the film, so it becomes regular Adam Driver here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Never mind. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Dylan. Yes. Since you've got your phone in your hand, <laughs> what else you got on there? Games. So, is there anything in your notes section about this movie? <laughs> you want to hit it now? I'd love to hear it. <laughs> God damn it. I realize we haven't done notes in yeah, like so long. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know what? Before you start, we yes. talked about uh, that shitty movie, A Quiet Place, that could never actually happen because of the corn issue. Um, same uh, same writers. <laughs> there we go. They wrote uh, A Quiet Place and Haunt. And they're the writers and directors. Haunt? There we go. Haunt. That's cool. Yeah, the YouTube channel. Oh, I yeah. like I like that. The metal band. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> also, shout out Sam Raimi, producer. Dylan, hit us with some notes. <laughs> Sixty-five. I gotta read. God damn it! I wonder if Adam Driver had a character study the whistle technique. Imagine being one of the people that got flown out of that cryo chamber. That would suck. Adam Driver is gonna lose his job for sure. <laughs> damn, he's literally me messing up at work and then just wanting to kill myself. Damn, that was. <laughs> Everything starts with damn. Damn, was that the end of the movie? He sees the giant footprint. Wait, the title is 65 million years ago a visitor crash landed on Earth? King name, but respect. I think I meant long. <laughs> yeah. But king, issue, yeah. honestly, B. 
best name if they were just like 65 million years ago. A visitor crash landed on Earth. So even different galaxy people from 65 million years ago used the metric system? <laughs> what the fuck? We're not even doing that shit. Clever girl. The dinosaur, not the actual little girl. Man, hell nah. Bugs and shit too? Fuck that. Okay, okay, were dinosaurs really that cute? Really? Referring to the one that got stuck in the tar pit. Yeah. That's the Grogu of 65. Yeah. Man, man, it still get eaten. Fuck this movie. Land before time looking ass dinosaurs. Yeah. Are they just making up dinosaurs? What the fuck even are they? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they look more like regular lizards, if anything. Yep. Is this just a Torak movie? Turok, I'm sorry. The dinosaur, yeah, dinosaur yeah. hunter. Was she just sitting at the rock, not asleep? Yeah, just staring at, at the rock. And I was like, she's not asleep. She's just staring at it. How is she fitting in there with that big ass backpack on? <laughs> yeah. When she gets in the fucking little hole. What kind of albino dino is that? <laughs> albino dino. It looks not an albino yeah, dino. When there's a one dinosaur that he's in the cave with. He has a fight. Oh, briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all yeah, like yeah. all white. It looks like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell kind of dinosaur is that? Tar pit. Get off the planet. Come on. The T Rex <laughs> trying to eat the hologram in front of him is hilarious. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like his dead daughter is just getting eaten. <laughs> Thanks, daughter. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I'm going to eat that motherfucker. <laughs> fuck yeah, you. Shut, shut ah, ah, I can't eat it. What, ah. what does iridescence taste like? <laughs> is that a metaphor that she died? <laughs> like, is she trying to tell us, like, again that she's a dead person? This dude cannot stop falling. The more I think about it, I imagine a lot more shit on the ground during these times. Like massive giant dinosaur piles of shit. Is that what really happened with the meteor? Is that fact? Is that what happened? I don't know. Does that check out? Everybody walked the dinosaur. The movie had oh, a good ending. It's fine. That would have been so insane. That would have taken this to uh, the next level. Yeah, it the credits was just everybody walked through a dinosaur. <laughs> the classic was, was not banger. <laughs> I would have been so stoked. Yeah. All right, well, I, I think Dylan teed me up here. Uh, are we walking the dinosaur? <laughs> or are we uh, are we just going to not get on the floor? Um, personally, I, I, I like this movie. I like movies that feel like movies, and this is a, this is a movie, all right. Uh, yeah, kind of just ridiculous premise, standalone kind of deal. Just an enjoyable genre film, I would say. I like I like there to be more movies like this. So I'll I'll open the door, get on the floor, and I will walk this dinosaur out of the tar pit. Justine, I'll walk a dinosaur. One of the cute ones, the small, not the mean little ones. Yeah, there were four different kinds of dinosaurs in this movie. <laughs> Look, what do you want? <laughs> I'll pick the little one. But I, like I was uh, telling Dylan earlier, I was like, this is probably made during COVID, right? There's two yeah, it started in uh, it. September 2020. Yeah. So like deep into it. Yeah. So there's you know, two people yeah. and, and four dinosaurs. Which for, you know, uh, we've seen our fair share of COVID movies, all right? And let me tell you, this is... Uh, doesn't feel like it because it's this is like a clever way to yeah. get around having uh tilda swinton and a genie sit in a hotel and talk for <laughs> two hours it's, it, it feels very big and wide you and have lush. an excuse for there yes. only being a couple of people absolutely so uh yeah i give them extra credit for getting around that one yeah. 
I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to start a dinosaur walking service. That's how much I enjoyed the movie because, like I said, it was a nice, clean 90-minute movie. It had enough tension and suspense and just Adam Driver being weird uh, to more than wet my whistle. Please make more movies like this. I think they're great. It's all right. I'll walk the dinosaur. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We watched the Champions movie, me and Dylan. Separately. Separate theaters by ourselves. (laughs) That is so fucking wild. Justine and I set this one out, correct? Yeah. 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 So, like, there's only two people that went, and you went separate. Yes. Different time. Double solo mission? uh, Our schedules are crazy. Yeah, it's too fucked. So, this is a a remake of a Spanish movie called Championes. Uh, from 2018, I assume basically the same plot. Um, it's a Farley Brothers movie. One Farley brother, solo brother, okay. Bobby Farley, not the one that did the beer run. One guy did a beer <laughs> run. This guy did a did Champions. Oh, okay. Um, so in a way, this is a kind of a kingpin reunion, right? Because mm-hmm. you got uh, Woody Harrelson. Yep. He plays a beleaguered coach, and you got uh, uh, Caitlin Olson, his love interest, aka Sweet D from. Uh, Always sunny. Oh, cool. Sweet D's in yeah, Kingpin? That's right. No, not in Kingpin. Oh, I thought that was the reunion. No, I'm sorry. now I've, I've transferred out of my reunion. Oh. Uh, Kingpin <laughs> reference. Just immediately the Kingpin got out of it. segment <laughs> has ended with Woody Harrelson. Okay. He, he jumped in and he immediately Never got out of it. Woody Harrelson and Aff Farley. And mm-hmm. they, that was Kingpin. And uh, this is um, a movie where a minor league basketball coach gets fired from his job. He gets a DUI. I mean, you think Adam Driver was having a rough day landing on the <laughs> earth. Let me tell you, this guy, he gets a, he gets a DUI and he hits a cop car, mm. buffoon that he is. And uh, he gets court ordered to coach a uh, special needs team of, uh, of for basketball. So he finds some special needs adults and he starts them on their journey. They're adults? Or like teens. Okay. Anyway, they're not little kids. They're grown enough. And, um, you know, he's... It's, this is a coaching movie. This is a guy doesn't want to coach a team, but he has a character arc and falls in love with the team. And Sweet D from Always Sunny, who doesn't like him at first, and then she likes him because she sees that he's good with people, her kids, kids that he's good with. And then they go to the championships all the way because he learns that he needs to care about more than sports. He needs to connect with the people, and he does do that. You've seen... Seen Mighty Ducks, seen Bad News Bears, seen any of those kind of movies. You, you've seen this movie. <laughs> it's very like note for note, one of those kind of movies. Um, I you kind of have to be an asshole to like hate a movie like this, <laughs> you know? Because it's like it's it's a genre. It's a kind of movie that yeah. it is. And like uh, when I watched it alone by myself, there was like a um, boys' middle school like basketball team i presume like watching with it it was like packed no there was way. a lot of kids and they were fucking running wild because you cannot <laughs> get little kids to sit still during a movie like this like i have not heard this in all of my theater going experience yet but a full-on if you kids don't keep quiet i'm getting the manager like <laughs> that phrase said out loud let's go <laughs> so you know i think that's maybe not the intended audience but like you know it's what they're going for it's a it's a, it's a little sports sports movie you know it, it it has sweet moments in it which is kind of all you can really hope for in a movie like this and i guess you know obviously like 
having the Special Olympics as, uh, aspect and like, you know, the representation, you know, all mm. the actors, no one's, uh, you know, rain manning it. Everyone's got the things that they got in the movie and you see yeah. a different variety, you know, it's not like there's Down syndrome people, there's like uh, autistic people, there's like people with mm-hmm. brain damage, it kind of shows like different kinds of folks and, um, you know, obviously if you're probably in that demographic and you see yourself represented on screen, that's probably got to feel good. So that's just like icing on top of what's essentially a pretty soft pitch kind of movie. And like I said, there were some, some heartwarming parts. There's a little too many like subplots and byways that they had, I would say. Hence it's a little long, could have used some trimming, but it's like, whatever, it's this kind of movie. If you like this kind of movie, this is that movie. No one, everyone kind of did their job all right. Just a constant soundtrack of like songs you know that are upbeat and keep you watching. Love to see Hey Ya featured in a movie. I was gonna say, current song, a lot of love for Chumbo Wumba's Get Knocked Down. Yeah, uh, so there was a current song, I couldn't tell you the, the songs that were like uh, the acoustic guitar and some guy wailing about it. Uh, don't know if those are new, right? Or yeah, um, so yeah, I don't know. 40 years from now. They'll be making movies like this. Yeah. I think there always needs to be a movie made like this. And uh, this is a movie like this. I don't really have any strong feelings about it. Dylan, are you a fan of this kind of movie? Yeah, I don't mind these kind of movies. Yeah, they're yeah, fine, yeah. Right? I mean, like, weirdly enough, like, I saw teens in my theater. Yeah. Like, at the very end. Like, at the very back. With, like, random single guys is there, too. And uh, everyone was uh, respectable. Yeah. In my head, when I saw those kids, I was like, fuck. I'm going to have, right. like, the just gonna have to hear all this stuff and whatever but they were just you know they laughed at the jokes and it was all smooth but anyways woody harrelson i think is a national treasure yeah yeah you're, you're a harrelson fan yeah i really like woody harrelson that's really weird what's your favorite woody harrelson movies all of them no shut up. if i had to really think oh okay i'll shut up <laughs> what do you no. mean you'll shut up what do you got <laughs> last one we saw was triangle of sadness yeah i like triangle of sadness yeah. see like okay, you can't name a bad woody harrelson thing right cheers i'm trying i have Did i feel like white men can't jump I really, I, yeah, I, yeah. I like White Man Can't Jump. Is this an unofficial sequel to White Man Can't Jump? I think it could be, honestly. <laughs> Requel? There was a, a what looked like an air tech challenge on a kid's foot, even mm-hmm. though he is wearing Air Force commands in White Man Can't Jump. I, I feel like the feet wear was kind of dookie in this movie. But, but you, you can't know. blame him. You know, yeah, I know. What whatever. are you going to do? They're what wearing some do? LeBrons. That's fine. But uh, I really like Woody Harrelson. I was surprised to see Sweet D just show up. Yeah, that's I was cool. like, what the fuck? Making a meal out of it. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, fair enough. Uh... I, yeah, like no one was really annoying. Yeah, in terms of any character, even the assistant coach that I thought would be more annoying was fine. Cheech Marin was really good. He he, Cheech Marin is in it. So is Ernie Hudson from yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Not, uh, Ernie Hudson's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it just like blew me away when he popped. I was like, what the fuck? And it was like right. all of a sudden he disappears. Like, oh shit, that was this cameo for like thirty seconds. Well, you showed up to the movie late. He has like a. He big was in part. the beginning. Yeah, he's oh, the coach. So the guy gets fired from his his assistant coaching job for like getting so heated over a play that he shoves the coach. The coach in question is Ernie Hudson. Oh, I didn't know that. Such a gift for showing up late. I know. I didn't mean to. It's all right. But that's that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, Cheech Marin was like, I thought he would. I I never seen Cheech Marin act like that. Yeah, all, all serio. Yeah, it was weird. You're playing it straight. <laughs> it was, I thought it was fucking weird, honestly. But it was fine, you know. Uh, everyone was good, though. The basketball playing was good. Well, like the way it was shot and stuff. And uh, the comedic parts were actually really funny. It wasn't like, you know, downplaying anything. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fine. I don't know why. They, I know it happened IRL, but I can't believe like they were really shitting on Seattle with the NBA thing. It's yeah. Crazy. Well, hey. Was it a comedy? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, heartwarming comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, I liked it. I showed up late. Anyone that's actually listening to this and uh, <laughs> you know what scene I'm talking about? I showed up right when he gets into Sweet D's car and like they're like, oh, I didn't know you were, uh, you're his sister. Wow. And they like met each other. Like that was the, the gist. And in my mind, I made up that he was like saying some fucked up shit and like she just did not like him like for that. But it turned out it was a Tinder date. Yeah. They had, the movie opens with him and Sweet D, you know, after a hookup. And then it turns out that Sweetie is the sister of a player. one of the kids on his team. Yes. So you think the movie would benefit if it was like that? Oh, if, my if, script where I, he was saying fucked up I, shit. I, I wanted to be honest with you, Dylan. <laughs> yes. I feel like every movie would benefit if it was your script. I know. I wish they would advise you on every film. They should advise me for screen. I'm thinking about that. Like, they should have really had a rocket launcher on him. He's the rocket nice. launcher and guy ghost, yeah, and yeah. a ghost ball for yeah, sure. And a ghost. Anyway. Uh, like champions, it was nice. So overall, uh, champions, are we um, are we going to uh, go all the way to finals, or are we just gonna you know not challenge ourselves? We'll go to the finals, baby. I'll go to the, I'll go to the finals. Yeah, as well. yeah. If you if you like this kind of movie, this is a movie like I feel like I've said that about every movie we re- reviewed so far. This far, every uh, everyone, yes, every single movie I've talked about this week <laughs> yeah. is a movie that is justifiable to say. It's a this kind of movie. If you like this kind of movie, it's that kind of movie. I guess 65 isn't exactly a this kind of movie. It's like, a, it's a this kind of movie in the sense that it just feels like a some movie from the 90s that you didn't know existed. And then you watch it and you're like, what the hell? This is great. Why didn't I ever hear about this? <laughs> is but it blasphemy if I liked it better than Jurassic Park? I'm not a big Jurassic Park stand, so I'm not going to hold your feet okay. to the fire on that Jeff one. Jeff Goldblum's but in Jurassic Jeff Park. Jeff Goldblum is yeah. in Jurassic Park. But Adam Driver... Weirdo. Yeah, at a, if we're not having that conversation, <laughs> that's okay. not a, that's, right, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not up for debate. It's yeah. it's like yeah, exactly. Adam Driver, a fine man who isn't Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. I re- and I I respect to see the effects in Jurassic Park for the time being what they were. That's kind of cool. Uh, the did the dinosaurs look great in '65? They didn't look bad. They didn't look bad. They didn't look bad. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of leaned into you know like there's. Recently, there was discussion on how like dinosaurs may look different, may have looked different than how we were taught. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so but I think, they're I supposed think, to have feathers now. I hear. Yeah, there's all kinds of things. So I think they, you know, it, it leaves yeah. room for artistic liberty. I they guess should have the given point. them rocket launchers. I think we can all agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. The theme for this week's game is sci-fi. Your first movie is from 1991. It's 136 minutes. You've got 11 possible actors to work with. And the description is is as follows. A kinder, gentler cyborg from the future returns, this time to protect the soon-to-be savior of humanity from destruction by a rival. Box office smash has special effects to knock your socks off, especially the liquid metal. And action to spare, but like so many sequels, lacks the freshness of the first film and gives us no one to root for. Oscar winner for best makeup, sound, sound effects editing, and visual effects. Some versions feature additional footage. 
How the fuck are you saying there's no one to root for? You root for an entire species. <laughs> Human. How many? What's his, his What's his rating on this? His rating on this one is two and a half stars. Motherfucker. Damn, one of the best movies. I know <laughs> that's you're 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 crazy for this one, Malt. And what did we? This is out of four, right? Yeah, it's out of okay. four. You're tripping, Malt. What do you? I don't know what you guys got. I don't I, have enough numbers. I got two in my mind. You gotta be. You can't. You can't beat two. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. I have three. Thank you. Take it. For the love of God, hold someone on, needs on. to. Hold on. Give me a second. Fuck. No, I'm lost. You got it. Yeah, this is all you. I'm mad that I... There's. I know. There's like three on the tip of my brain. I know. <laughs> but the three that I have. First of all, it's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, thank you for the full title. <laughs> Respect. And there's Linda Hamilton. Yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And Edward Furlong. Correct. Who's the cop? Why can't I think of his name? I'll give you one hint and let's see if you get it. Uh, brother of, hey man, nice shot. Uh, filter? No, I don't know the yeah, drum. Filter? I don't know the fi- the, the brother, brother of filters. The uh, brother of the singer of filter <laughs> is Robert Patrick instead of Richard Patrick. No one knows the singer of filters name. They yeah, just I wouldn't know. Uh, few, few, Mr. Trent Reznor does. Few people know that your favorite the guy. Hey man, nice shot is the band Filter. No. <laughs> is, Ax- is Axel Rose credited? Uh, let's see. Or Axel slash. Rose is not in here. You've is got the guy um, from Salute Your Shorts in there. Yeah, what's that kid? The little redheaded. I'll fuck? give you the names. You got Earl Bowen, Joe Morton, <laughs> S. Apatha oh, Murkison, yeah. Castillo Guerra. No. She's oh. she's the wife of guy. That that makes the whole stuff. They break into his house, oh, okay. and then he—I oh. couldn't remember his name, but she's his wife. Got Danny Cooksey, Jeanette Goldstein, and Xander Berkeley. Maybe it's Xander. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, listen at home. Since I don't know how much Terminator Two talk I'll ever get to have on here, the rock music as a genre ended after the "You Will Be You Could Be Mine" video, where they're 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 flying in the ravine. That was the last great pop culture rock moment. Everything after that has sucked. So rock music died then? Yes, absolutely. It was over after that moment. Book ended between like, you know, if you want to get really corny about it, you could say like Elvis on Ed Sullivan or whatever. Like pop culture moments. I'm not talking Uh like who wrote the shit first. I'm talking about moments when it had a stage. It's Elvis and GNR. Okay. Specifically the GNR music video from Terminator 2. (laughs) Yeah, Arnold and fucking Axel, that's fucking rock and roll. That's fucking rock and roll. And if it's not that, I don't give a fuck. I'm down. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. fuck off, White Stripes. Fuck off, Strokes. Fuck off, uh, Mumford and Sons. Yeah, you current bands. White Stripes and the. I'm just saying these are chain smoke. This things things that happened after that that can compete on a level of rock. Okay. To Arnold and Axel shooting fucking shotgun shells in a ravine out of a semi-truck. It's all downhill after that. Okay. Your next movie is from 1998. It's 151 minutes, and you have up to 15 actors to choose from. The description is as follows. Opens with a bang and sets up an exciting, if improbable, story about NASA and the U.S. government turning to a veteran oil well driller and his motley team to save humanity by flying to an asteroid and planting a nuclear bomb. After a while, it becomes so routine, so predictable, and so redundant that all the fun is drained away. Unrated director's cut runs 153 minutes. 
Walton gave this one two stars. I, I think I got the name, and I mm-hmm. think I got three. I know two. Three mm-hmm. is the third is the off one. Same. Okay. I can't think of it. I can't figure out if it's this or the other movie that was like. Yeah, yeah see, so I'm letting. I'm gonna let you two duke this. You can one go out. first, Justine. You said you got the last one. Winner's choice. Okay. Is it Armageddon? It is. Yeah. Bruce Willis. It is. And Liv Tyler. Yes. Ben Affleck. Fuck. Yes. Is Steve Buscemi in this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Damn. <laughs> You've also got Owen Wilson, Michael Clark Duncan, uh, Eddie Griffin is in this. It's narrated by Charlton Heston. Narrated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it was narrated, but no. apparently it is. Wait, what was the other Armageddon? Deep Impact. Ah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. I thought that was the Ben Affleck one. <sighs> Your next movie. <laughs> Dylan's gonna like this. It's from two thousand three. It is one hundred and thirty-eight minutes. You have up to twelve actors to choose from. The description is: big booming sequel is more straightforward in its storytelling than the original as our heroes race against time to stop a marauding army from overtaking the last outpost of humankind, Zion. Doesn't have the feeling of stylistic innovation that the first film did, but there's plenty of action and special effects to compensate. Ironically, the highlight of this dense, futuristic saga is a car chase on the California freeway, followed by another installment. Two and a half stars. Uh, yeah, this this movie's definitely as good as Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same, <laughs> equal. <laughs> see one, you see the other. One Iconic mirrors looking at each other. Twelve actors to choose from. <laughs> How many do you have? Um, three. Shit, pretty good. pretty good. I don't even think I'm right. Uh, yeah, I don't think I. I, I know I got two. <sighs> so if you got three, I think it's yours. Yeah. I don't know the subtitle. It's Matrix 2, right? Yeah. Is it Re- Revolutions is 3. Oh, I got Revelation? the subtitle. Reloaded? Reloaded. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves is in it. Right. Yep. Jada Pinkett Smith. Correct. And Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. There you go. Is Carrie Ann Moss in this one too? Uh, let me check. She is. Okay. You got four. All right. That's it. That's what I got. The other actress that you could name that I think some people could get would be Monica Bellucci. I did not realize that. Yeah, the rest, yeah, you know, they're probably not going to get those. One, one over four over three over two? Uh, yeah. Okay, just checking. Two being the best? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the point? They just knew how to do action stuff better or something, right? Of making the second one? Yeah, like it was just It was just so that they were like, oh, that. people like this movie a lot. Let's make another Let's reload one. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, talk about a movie that does not need a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That yeah. is a, that Matrix is definitely an idea more than a movie. So we're going to go a decade before that. 1993, 126 minutes. Walton gave this one three and a half stars, oh. and you have 11 actors to choose from. The description is, a billionaire invites paleontologists and a mathematician, to inspect his island amusement park populated with living dinosaurs. He even has his grandchildren tag along, blissfully unconvinced that anything could go wrong. Slam Bang Thriller delivers the goods with action suspense, hair-raising chills, and landmark special effects. The dinosaurs seem alive. The story can't bear such close scrutiny, 
But while this thrill ride is going, you won't mind. Michael Crichton co-wrote the screenplay from his own novel. It won three Oscars for visual effects, sound, and sound effects editing. I think Crichton's like sitting down at the word processor and helping write the screenplay. I don't know. I think they just odd default gave him a credit. Yeah, could be. 11 actors to choose from, and like I said, three and a half stars. I got one. <laughs> you got one? I don't know any of their names, dude. So he said Thriller too, which yeah. is what yeah. I said about the. Because I think I, I have like one. I have three. Thank you. Okay. For the yeah, love see, of God. I, I know I can name the another movie that I can the na- actress is in. Can I name the character that one of the characters plays in a sitcom? <laughs> yes. One name. Yeah, only. one name. As <laughs> arbitrary as I love to be, I can't do it because we've got a streak going. Yeah, come yeah, on. Let's, I know. Uh, I can't believe there's a sweep right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's just t- take us home. Yeah. There's Jurassic Park. Correct. There's Sam Neill. Yes. Laura Dern. Yes. And Jeff Goldblum. Laura Correct. Dern. That's all you needed. Easy. Hey, what's the what's the granddaughter's name? Because she's in a better movie called Angus. Is yeah, it uh, Richard Attenborough? Uh, <laughs> is it uh, Bob Peck? Granddaughter. Martin Ferrero. BD Wong. BD Wong is it? Oh Joe- yeah, because he's in the other ones, right? Is he's he like a doctor. Computer? Or doctor. He's a whatever scientist man. Yeah. We got uh, Joseph Mazzello. You might be looking for this name, Ariana Richards. Sure. And then Samuel L. Jackson and Wayne Knight. I think you left out Newman. I didn't see the name Newman mentioned. Wayne Knight. Yeah, Yeah. he's Newman. He's a legend. All right, we've got a clean sweep going. We got three movies left. Let's see if anybody can uh, can, can knock her (laughs) off. All right, 1996. Uh, This is 145 minutes long. You have 18 actors to choose from. Your description is. Spectacular and spectacularly stupid sci-fi saga of alien ships hovering over the Earth and apparently planning to attack. A U.S. president tries to determine how best to fight (laughs) as the stakes keep changing on an hour-to-hour basis. Big, Oscar-winning special effects are impressive, but the human stories are so dumb, the writing's so lame, and some of the performances so broad, they make some silly 50s sci-fi movies look brilliant by comparison. 15 minutes added for a special edition, shot in Super 35. He gave this one two and a half stars. God. Jesus, that's a really mean description for two and same a half as, stars. Same, same rating as Terminator 2. Look, I, I fuck with this movie heavy. That's a mean rating. I don't know why. Why has this one aged so well? I wish I could give you an answer. Damn, are we thinking of the same movie? What year is this? This is uh 1996. You got this one too. Yeah, because I got two. If it's the right movie, I believe one of them was a uh, Oscar nominee for best supporting actor, and I also don't know his name. Ooh, yes you do. We I just, literally don't. We just covered it. I know we did. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's how bad I am with names. That's a really good... I like, I like yeah. your heads at. Supporting actor. From this year. Yeah, what the hell? I'll, I'll take some bids. What do we got? I got two. If it's the right movie. Okay. <laughs> and I, feel, I could be dead wrong. Colin definitely knows the movie. Yeah, but I don't got shit for the actor oh, for okay. the actor names. I got like again? yeah, I got yep. a stone. I got two. And if you're gonna let me, oh, take that's the this, thing about these movies. There's always like kind of like one that's similar, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm like, there's two, and one of them. I this know is two. not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll yeah, see. I'm thinking of two. So well, yeah. okay. 
There's one that is kind of like this. We'll, but we'll say what the other one is. Yeah, yeah. We'll rock this. Okay. Spectacular and spectacularly stupid sci-fi saga of alien ships hovering over the Earth and apparently planning to attack. U.S. president tries to determine how best to fight as the stakes keep changing on an hour-to-hour basis. Big Oscar-winning special effects are impressive, but the human stories are so dumb, the writing so lame, and some of the performances so broad, they make some silly 50s sci-fi movies look brilliant by comparison. 15 minutes added for special edition. Okay, so, I got my druthers. I got four now. That's nice. something. Okay. That's something, for the love of God. I still don't know if, which movie it is. I narrowed it down to one. <laughs> the second one, I, I don't think it... Well, I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting at four. So if anyone can come at me, which you should be able to do, because that is a pathetically low number for a movie of this caliber. And one of them I reserve the right to not get the last name right. Because it's one of two, and with a gun against my head, I couldn't tell you which was which. But I have a strong inkling. I hope it's the right movie. I should have four. I see, I got four as well. But she might have the right name. Right. But you might too. Okay, lead with the all. She also has the streak. Yeah. Unless you're going to be that guy. No, I want to go first. I thought of it first. Let me take this from Justine. <laughs> Let me take this from her. <laughs> I go first. I hate that you're winning. <laughs> I hate everything you have. It's, it should not. I, I, I feel bad about only having four. Yeah, you should. You should. I should have many more, but this is really exciting. I know. I'm more, I'm more stoked. I don't. Yeah, the clean. I don't even need a fucking. Wild. I'm not gonna jump in on this one. I just want Justine to win. Yeah, no. This is a. This is. <laughs> a, I want to win too. Even if I five is not it. hard. You know what? I mean, we could do like Dylan's suggested rules, which is like if you've got a streak going and you you tie, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just then it, then it would go to who's in the lead. You know what I mean? As well, long as they could, could, if you could right. pull five, yeah, you, you got that's one more. And if you're confirming yeah. the last name of the person, and we literally had a a, a uh, the name one name mentioned earlier in this in this podcast is Independence Day. It is. There's Bill Pullman. Yes, I had Paxton. Oh shit! I gotta be real. Okay. I gotta be real. I Will gotta Smith. be real. Vivica Fox. Correct. Uh, Randy Quaid. Correct. And come on, you're missing the easy one. Hold on, I really am. You really Wait, what are. What did I just say? Will Smith? Did I say Jeff Goldblum? No, no, right, right there. there. I was like, oh, dude, she's not gonna name him. That's wild, That's not right? the first name out yeah. of your mouth. I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn! I was like, yo. Yeah, I didn't have Vivica Fox, but I and I couldn't tell if it was Pullman or Paxton. I'll never and then, get straight. Is his name Judd Hirsch? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Just see, what was the second Six. movie you thought of? I'll tell you mine after you tell me yours. Uh, Mars Attacks. Okay, same. I'm exactly. not stupid. I <laughs> okay. thought I was like, no. they both sound the same, but wh- why is it so yeah. weird? Is, is Al in this movie? Uh, you're talking about Al from Married with Children? I'm talking about Al Lien. <laughs> stupid. stupid. <laughs> the next movie. <laughs> no, I no, Colin. <laughs> Al En is not in this movie, but you do have icon Harvey Firestein. You do have Harry Connick Harvey Jr. Harvey fucking Firestein. Damn, I love yeah. this fucking movie. And what's who's Chef Goldblum's dad? Uh, that's Hirsch. Okay, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the uh, that's the dad from the Fablemans. Okay, see. Uh, yep. 
Robert Loggia. Uncle. Uncle. There we go. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. There was like 18 options there. So yeah, you had some. If you could get a deep pull. See, but I feel like there's this cast like that in Mars Attacks too, and I was like. I don't know. Uh, when you reread it and you said Oscar winning or whatever, like, okay, it's not Mars Attack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's, That's why I wanted I, to like stress. That's why I was like, wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute. I got two, and I don't know which one's which. <laughs> Damn it, ID Four or Mars Attacks? That's a that's a that's a good double feature. Either way, you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two different kind of movies. I guess you can't really. Yeah. All right, two movies to go to defend the streak. Uh, this one is from 1997. The runtime is 129 minutes. You have 10 actors to choose from. The description is a gung-ho World War II movie transplanted to the future where high school kids are encouraged to become citizens by enlisting in the army and serving the state. Little do they dream that they'll be engaged in a full-scale war against marauding insects. With a certain director at the helm, you know this won't be subtle. But it's so sharp, energetic, and at times funny that it transcends being a giant bug movie. Not for the squeamish, with its graphic dismemberment of humans and insects, but robust entertainment just the same. Based on the novel by Robert A. Heinlein, the incredible creature animation was supervised by Phil Tippett, who directed a 2004 sequel for cable TV. (laughs) A second sequel was released direct to DVD. Why are you bringing up the sequels, Malton? Why are you throwing shade like that? You know. Man. This one he gave three stars. So what better than the Term- Judgment Day? Better than Terminator oh 2. God. And ID4. Yeah. I think it's because of the director. The director gets a lot of cred. Yeah. I only got one. I got the director, so. Justine's going to steal it right now. I can tell. I, like, <laughs> listeners at home, this is such an awesome scene because <laughs> the streak is being taken very seriously. There is the, like the pinching of the forehead, <laughs> stroking of the bridge of the oh nose. The glasses God. are up. Colin's on his phone looking it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, Colin's I'm, cheating. I know damn well I don't know this one. I'm not um, going to pretend to know the actors. Fuck. Square jaw man. I could tell you uh, what other the actors did after. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> So your bid right now is one actor? Yeah. I have one name. It's a hard movie to pull actors. I know. Yeah, and I'm sure. like, God damn, because they did yeah. stuff, but then you don't know their names anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, I feel like Justine might have this one. Yeah. And this one makes the streak so interesting. Yep. They're crazy. It's uh... Well, I happen to know that she is a fan. Yeah. In her private life, away from her professional life. In her private life, she's a fan of and never films. And anyone ever questioning, don't ever take away the sci-fi love from uh, Justine. And Like, realistically, <laughs> if you love this movie, I can see pulling three. Like, it, like fairly. Justine like the rest also the will pull some yeah. just regular old actors out of the That's bag. That's true. She has that skill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But will those skills pull through? I know yeah. we're adding more pressure, I'm sure. I know. Yeah. Dealing with one is a lot of pressure right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm stupid to know this name. Well, answer me this. Do you have one? I think I have one. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you're trying to think of... Three people. <laughs> yeah. That I'm like, like I have partial names. I mean, you got the street going, so like you can take your time. Yeah. All you need is one. Yeah, you just beat me with one. Well, you both have one. So with tiebreak director, but I guess you both have that. I don't have that director. Yeah. You don't have direct? Yeah. Neither of you have director? 
Oh, come on. The way we're playing it today. <laughs> sure. Since it's just this incredible that, like, leap it, of... Uh, like, if, it, if there is a tie in, like, in, in wagers, the person that's in the lead gets the opportunity first. Man. Um, Starship Troopers. Correct. Casper Van Dien. Let me look. Yes. Chew, that's a hell of a pull. Yeah, I, that's, that's that is the not person. who I thought. That's, you not, that's not what I thought either. What did I tell you? If you want some <laughs> act, names of actors. Oh my god! All right, now, 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 give me some other things you were working on. Question our girl on Sean Bean's catalog. She'll fucking put you in check. Um. Is the girl Carmen Electra? No, you're what thinking is... of Denise Richards. Yes. From Blue oh Mountain God, State fame, maybe. Well, was, he said uh, Thing, so I was like, oh, Wild Things. He didn't even, he was yeah. I didn't even think that. Yeah. I was thinking and Blue then, Mountain State. What's his name? What's the Busey kid's name? Jake Busey. Jake. <laughs> Here's one I thought for sure you were going to get, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I totally oh, forgot right. about him. Yeah, I had the guy that voices Mr. Krabs, but I couldn't remember his actual name. The legless sergeant man yeah patrick muldoon's in it that i think some people might have been able to get that uh colin go ahead and hit them with the director paul verhoven correct who paul verhoven he did uh, robocop legend oh also rue mcclanahan is in this from golden girls nice i cannot picture her in this movie but it says it in the book she was one of the bugs (laughs) (laughs) a lot heavy makeup heavy she gave the tattoo she went full whale all right with a streak of six. Wait, so do we each have one? Yeah, but you got it. If you, you know, fairness, you did guess Busey, so that is technically half a name. Half a name. Yeah. Versus just plus, you named a fucking <laughs> weird one. So whatever. Crazy. <laughs> My Denise Denise Richard is way below. Like I'm just an idiot that I remember her. Yeah, that was name. a wild. Pull. Yeah, I was like, what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> All right, so Justine with six straight. First time this has ever been done in the game. She has a chance to sweep this entire edition with this last movie, which is from 1998. It is 100 minutes long. Malton gave it three stars. It has eight actors to choose from, and the description is as follows. In a city where it is always night, aliens conduct secret experiments to learn what makes us human. Meanwhile, his memory mostly gone, One of the actors is suspected of being a serial killer and finds he now has telekinetic powers. Richly plotted sci-fi has striking set design and excellent use of special effects. Complex with a new surprise every few minutes. Filmed in Australia, co-written by the director, the director's cut runs 111 minutes. I am out. Yeah. I don't know. It's what a hard the, one. This is like I save this for last. It's I some got, foreign. I film. got title, but I don't got anything else. You didn't put Fifth Element on this list. Nope. I've been just cranking my mind. I was like Bruce Willis, Mia Jovovich, uh, <laughs> ready to go. The game yeah. is the game. You know what I mean? Game you never, know, you never know when it's going to pop Tucker. up. But I did give you uh, Bruce Willis on Armageddon. Is it Paul featuring the Shaun of the Dead guys and Seth Rogen? I should note that I'm between. Two movies that I haven't seen. I know I'm pretty sure which one it is, but it's really funny if it's the second one. Also, <laughs> just remind me to remind you of the one that okay. I yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my my B pick. Yeah, but I only have title anyway. So, you so yeah, so many of these movies were, like were in that era where like you'd get one movie from a studio, right. and another studio would offer a very very similar fare. If it's the movie, I think it is. I have two actors. Uh huh. Well, I'm out after title, so why don't you give the title, and then if you got the actors, you got the actors. Yeah. If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, you're wrong. 
Is it Dark City? It is Dark City. I was kind of hoping it was Johnny Mnemonic with Keanu Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) But worth noting, I have not seen either movie. But yes, it is. But yeah, so what? So who's who the hell's in Dark City? Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. Uh, And Rufus Sewell. Look at her with these crazy. I had to look at the book because I didn't even know. Yeah, I thought she was gonna say. Do you want to name other people? Yeah, that's. I thought she was gonna name Jennifer Connelly. Ah. But or William Hurt. Dark City is one of those movies I feel like I've seen, but probably wherever hits the road, I've never seen it. I've watched it in shifts. I have I have it on DVD, and I just like for Humble some Brad. reason I just keep you know I'll start <laughs> watching it. And I'll like I'll walk away. Yeah, I'll I'll be like oh I'm gonna put it on the end later. It's you been know. out for fucking twenty five years. Yeah, I recommend it. Can we? Re- she said Rufus Sewell, and then like there was that Starship. Troop. I'm telling you, it's fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our first clean sweep seven oh. in a row. <laughs> Congratulations, Justine. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My brain. Hurts. Name five Sean Bean movies. All right. We got <laughs> No. No. The important one is that he's Alec Trevelyan in GoldenEye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dylan, please let us know what we're watching next. Unlimited. Yeah! Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Regal Movie Masters Unlimited. Join us next time when we talk about Shazam! Fury of the Gods. I literally can't wait for it. Moving on, we got Moving On with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. And man, I'm really excited. We're back in senior cinema, baby. We also got a great isolation film, Inside, featuring Willem Dafoe locked in the Skinner Reek house. It's going to get fucking scary. I don't want to watch it. Till then, everyone. See you guys at the movies. Bye!